the culture menu. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are tapped into another episode of the Culture Menu podcast, episode 13. But something special is happening. We have a special guest, a talented guest. Okay, we got Ebby hey. Agbar in the building. What's up, Ebby? Chef Shay, what up? How you doing? Oh man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm glad we got you in the building today, especially to top off like the season season two episode one kind of. You know what I mean? So thank you, there thank we you, go. thank you. I'm honored. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Um, I've listened to your records. I think they're they're tough. You know what I'm saying? They're fucking tough. Um, thank you. But for the listeners out there, just give a little rundown of who Ebby is, where she's from. Yeah. You know, little little rundown. Absolutely. So I'm Ebby Ogbar. Uh, I'm a rap artist. Yeah. I do a lot of songwriting. That's all right. Different genres. Yeah, but um, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, but I was raised in San Diego and LA. So I'm like a super hybrid of like all places. Oh, okay. So I think you'll probably notice that listening to my music is kind of a, an eclectic type of mix of different uh different places and different demographics. Like I said, I'm, I'm Detroit bred, you know, hometown, grew up there a little bit, and then San Diego and LA, so I'm just a big melting pot, and uh, I think it shows through my music. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, again, tough records. I even listened to uh, Did did This that just came yeah, out. I was like, this. oh, shoot, man, coming out clean, <laughs> coming out cold. I will say, though, I Thank think you. my top record was uh, it was between morning and trapping. Trapping was, was I mean, trapping one. was, it was so authentic and so real and yeah. felt so connected to you that I was like, oh, this shit Absolutely. right here. So how did that record come about? So the way that that record came about, I was just like, man, it, it was a tough time. And I was just like, I'm working so hard. And um, I wasn't really seeing too, too much progress. And I was trying so hard not to get discouraged. And I was just like, you know what? There's a lot of stuff going on right now. It's a lot of stuff really heavy on my heart and on my mind. And I was just like, I'm, I'm out here trapping. You feel what I'm saying? Like legit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and at the time, and I was just like, man, I'm, I'm just trying to get this money to do my music. And, and I'm trapping on a five. I'm getting money on my mind, you know? And I'm in love referring to the money. I'm in love with making the money. You know, and it just made me think of the hard times and when I really didn't have money and I was kind of broke and I didn't have those type of things. And I just tried to reflect um, on past situations and to where I got and what I'm looking forward to. Man, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Detroit, Michigan, D-Town. Yep. Okay, so are you a big fan of Big Sean? Yeah, I love Big Sean and I actually... A few years ago, I rapped for Big Sean. He was gracious enough uh, to let me to let me rap for him. I had a show opening up for him at Orange County. Oh, okay. And I told my booking agent, like, man, you gotta like let me rap for Big Sean. Let me link up with him. And then he's like, all right, I got you. So I, I went back by the tour buses with him and DJ Moby, and then um, I, I just like rap for him right there. Wow. And it's actually a video on my YouTube if you go on there. Okay. You'll see it, and um, I don't know. It was cool. He was such a humble, amazing guy. He was gracious. I actually had a deal on the table with Rock Nation. It didn't go the way that I wanted it to go, so I, I didn't end up taking it. But, yeah, Big Sean's a great guy, um, and he afforded me an opportunity, so I was thankful for that. 
That is super dope. You got to open up for Big yeah. Sean. Okay, Ebby, oh, you yeah. out here. You out yeah. here. Anybody else you opened up for that we may know about? Oh, or Oh, definitely. I opened up for YG, Big Sean, Future, the late Nipsey. Oh, Shout out to Nip. I opened up for Nip like four times. Oh, man. Um, who else? Like Honey Cocaine, Eagles, Rich the Kid. You out um, here, Ebby? <laughs> yeah, it's I, I've opened up for quite a few people, actually. Chief Keith, like uh, quite a few people. Okay, okay. So Nip, you know, rest in peace to Nip. But like, how was that experience? Is there anything that you took away from that experience, especially being that he's not here anymore? Right, so uh, starting off, Nip is just like a humble, amazing, just beautiful soul, amazing mm. person. When I met him, opening up for him. Um, I think the biggest thing that I took away from Nip is his hustle, his grind, mm. his mentality, and the thought of knowing that I can do it independently myself. I don't have to have a major label behind me, and I don't have to have all of these different aspects that people feel they have to have in order to make it. Facts, facts, facts. And speaking on independent, being independent, I see you have Swerve mm. Gang. Okay. Yeah, Swinner the gang right there. <laughs> shout it out, shout it out. But hey, like look, the gang. gang dope. You know what I mean? But yep. even doper, the swerve sessions that I've been tapping into on these like is it hey. weekly basis or not? Okay. And Thank with you. a little guy, is his name Nemo? Oh man. Yep, <laughs> you know how to pull us in there with that little cute face right there. Hey, you know, I tried to get babies and animals involved, <laughs> trying to get people to watch it. <laughs> well, you did you did it justice, man. Um Nemo really helped you out there for sure. For yeah, sure. He definitely does. He takes it. He takes it away from me. Next season, I might just have him go to intros. I'm gonna just stick to the rapping. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, so dope. What made you do that? Because when I saw Swerving Sessions, I thought to myself, she took it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you taking it back to real rap and like what Absolutely. you really what you really had to do back then to get on. So like what made you spark up the Swerve Sessions and you know? I've always liked the culture of like freestyling and just just that witty wordplay and everything mm. like that. So I was like, man, a lot of people, I wouldn't do a lot of remixes and things like that, just um, in older projects and, and different projects in the past. And everybody was like, yeah, that's just tight, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I need to kind of make a freestyle type of webisode series, almost kind of piggybacking off of a rap city in a basement type style, you yeah. know what I mean? But I want to call it Swerve Session. So that's what I did. And I had people just um, submit me instrumentals they want me to rip on. And then that's how it came about. And a lot of people liked it. So I did Swerve Session Season 1. Mm -hmm. And then I just wrapped up Season 2. And we're about to start recording for uh, Season 3. Nice, nice. Congratulations. You're you're moving. You. You're moving. You're moving. Um... I'm doing my best. I'm doing my part <laughs> so the universe can do their part. Hey, for sure. So how, for the people that are watching, how do they, um, I guess, recommend a song to rap on um, for they future? They can just DM me. I'm super involved with everybody right now. Um, right now, I'm small enough to be super involved. And I, and I plan on doing that all the way into, I mean, even when I really get up now, I'm still going to try and interact with fans and people as much as I can. So they could just DM me instrumentals that they want to hear me. Sometimes I get so many submissions that I have to literally just like choose randomly, <laughs> even before choosing randomly, or I'll push them to the next season. So yeah, feel free to DM me. Uh, DM the Swinner the Gang page. 
whatever. Yeah, yeah. Drop it dope. in the comments. I'm, I'm looking. Drop it, drop it, drop it, because we want to hear some more. Swerve Sessions is cracking, yeah. y'all. If you haven't watched, you guys need to tune in, okay? I am, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. She locked me Thank in. <laughs> so, um, also, I had a question. So, I was, li- I was recently um, listening to an interview with Missy Elliott and... Mm-hmm. Angie Martinez and she was talking about her recording process and I was surprised that she basically does it all herself and Timbaland has never heard her record so then it made me think like what is your recording process like and how how does it go typically how I record is I'll record a baseline and sometimes I do layers Mm. different octaves and things like that that's one thing that I'm like really you may have noticed it in trapping you may have noticed it in morning Mm -hmm. and um and it just depends. Like typically, I go to the studio already, ready, prepared with a list of everything okay. I want to do mm-hmm. or what I need to handle. If there's any time that verses aren't done, I might just hop in a booth and kind of freestyle it, piece it together, and take it from there. Have a swear session in the booth. Okay, a swear <laughs> session right there in the studio. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Okay, so this is kind of a random question, but I kind of want to know. Okay. All right, what that's are your it. top three shower songs? Because every day when I get in the shower. I have mm-hmm. to hear my go get him song. And it really is like my mood. Is it King Von? Is it Nip? Is it something emotional, right. like some Whitney Houston or something? So where are I'm you at Whitney. with that? Hey, that's funny that you said that because I am a huge Whitney Houston fan. <laughs> I love Whitney Houston. So my top three shower songs is Whitney Houston, Greatest Love of All. Oh, man. Um, and then it's a song by this like kind of contemporary gospel artist. Her name is Martha Minuzi. Okay. And it's called I Know the Plans I Have for You. Okay. And then my third one, I try and get a little bit ratchet, but still kind of like manifesting good things coming <laughs> my way. And I'm gonna round it off with uh RJ Get Rich. Okay, okay, RJ, LA, Mr. LA. LA. <laughs> that's dope. LA. Yeah, that's dope. Has there been any um collabs that you had so far that um that you just love and that you hone in on? Um, yeah. Um, so myself and Ricky the Bro, who's also the other CEO of Slow Nerdy Gang. Okay. We just did a record called White Tea. So that's gonna be out on the twenty second. I'm excited for everybody to hear that. That's one of my favorite collabs. And then also I have a collab with a Gritty out of New York and it's for a song called A Few Ops that that we got. And that's I, I mean, Gritty just came super tough on that record. <laughs> Of course, Cashier, he did his thing on Did This. I can't really pick one. All, everybody I'm collabing with is uh, doing their thing, and, and they're making me do mine, too. So it's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I know how important it is to, like, find the vibe. I used to be an engineer back, back, back in my old days. You know what I mean? So oh, we I used... have to bring you off the retirement. Oh, man. I don't know about that one, you know? But yeah, back in the days, I used to be like in the studio, just glued. And like, I really realized I took out of that was that you really have to vibe with the people. If the people ain't vibing in that room, the record right. probably ain't gonna get placed, probably isn't gonna go nowhere. So I think that's super dope that you have a countless amount of people that you could really vibe with and really push forward with. So that's dope. That's dope. Yep. Oh, and Dig got some juice. Can't forget Dig got a long beard. He was also Sonata Gang. He's super hard. We got a few records together, but I think the only one we have released so far is No Money. So if you haven't checked out the video or anybody out there, I want to check out the video for No Money. 
check it out. So it's a major vibe. Yeah, yeah. Tap in. I'm telling you, all these records I listen to are tight. I was like, I have to do this interview. This is crazy. This is crazy. But I also noticed in a lot of your records that you uh you reference sports or like basketball. Mm -hmm. Are you were you Absolutely. are you into that basketball and all that yeah. other stuff? I play basketball twice a week. Oh, sure. Yeah, I love basketball. Okay, all right, for sure. Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, yeah, for yeah, real. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'm a big sports fan. I'm more of like, I well, okay. I was a football fan. You know what I'm saying? I grew up playing nice. basketball. I couldn't watch it for some reason. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't watch it. I was a big football fan until everything kind of happened. I was like, I got to stick with my folks. Um, so, right. yeah, I really appreciate you dropping those gems in there. I think it's dope. I think it's dope. Yeah, I definitely try to. I, I love sports too. I play like black football. I don't watch football as much. I, I'm definitely a basketball watcher, but love playing basketball. Love, love sports in general. So I, I do make a lot of sports references. <laughs> For sure. I was but like, that just stuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope that you play two times a week. I can't even seem to go on a walk once a week. So uh, <laughs> I really I really think that's dope. Let my listeners know you should work out and get that fitness in there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> dope. Yeah. Um, so another random question, I guess, if you could change anything in the industry, mm. what would it be for you specifically? Hmm. You know, that's a good question, but really... I'm kind of on my own campaign, so the industry can do whatever they want. Hey, like, that's the best so. answer I could have even hoped for. That is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. So fuck the industry. You know what I'm saying? Get with yeah, it. Yeah, they, 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 they you know, some other shit sometimes, but hey, you know, I know my plan. I got the blueprint. We just gonna stick to that route. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So much respect. Much respect. Much respect. Um, what's the best advice you think you've gotten over the mm -hmm. years? I think the best advice that I've gotten is to not let other people project their fears onto you and to let negativity enter into your subconscious. And I'm huge on that. So like you can't even come in my fucking vicinity or my aura bubble saying nonsense, not believing, uh, that just does not fly with me. I don't even allow it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's much respect. I feel like I've gone through the same thing, and that's probably how I got here, right? It's like people yeah. were projecting, nah, not a podcast, it's oversaturated now. Oh, you're just a black girl, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't do this. Exactly. And it's like, mm, stay over there. I mean, look at right. me now. I may not have a million followers, a million views, but I got something, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you definitely got something going on. <laughs> I love your podcast, so. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Oh, about your city, Detroit. Mm -hmm. Is there yep. something about your city that you wish people knew or really appreciated about your city? I think the people, I think like there's, there's a certain hustlers mentality that you're going to find within people that are from Detroit. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's just like a certain grit and grind associated with you want to be trapped. I don't know. It's in the blood somewhere. It's somewhere in a soul food that we eat out there. I don't know. But it's the hustlers mentality. We hungry out mm -hmm. there. You know what I mean? So I'm blessed uh, for that to be my hometown. Um, I, I grew up majority in California. But like I said, I also grew up in Detroit and that's where I'm originally from. So I love being a, I love Detroit being my hometown. Okay. Okay. Respect. I mean, let's see for LA, 
Mm-hmm. I guess I asked this question because anytime I talk to someone that's not from LA, I have to hear disrespectful comments before you get like, but it's cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, I hate that. I hate that. Oh, LA, you come out there, you get shot, you get robbed. It's like, no, they got shot. They got robbed. But I need people right. to know there's more love out here. So much oh, more I'm love cool. out here than hate. There's a lot of love out there in LA. There's a lot of people that, uh, when I moved to LA, was plugging me, was, uh, came to my session, listened to some music, mm. like shout out to Loaded, shout out to Candace Wakefield. Um, they didn't really know me and they just like pulled up to my session and like, they're very prominent in the music industry, especially Candace. She's like a heavy hitter. She's writing sure. songs for like Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. And I was just humbled that like, she even took out the time to, you know, come in, come in here what I was about. So. I've received a lot of love and a lot of people trying to help out and just support the culture and to work together. So. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Shout out to LA. Shout out to my LA Shout folks. LA. Okay, the LA Let's natives go. that's keeping it going out here. Um, yeah. So, what did your? I mean, we just we just went through COVID. Okay. Yep. We can't we can't shake that fact. So, how did that affect you? Did it affect you? And like, what did your COVID really look like? Were you in the house most of the time or still working? I still been working like constantly, still like going to studios, shooting as many videos as I can. I shot like five videos last month in December. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um throughout the entire time I've been recording and I was still going out, kind of shaking hands and meeting people and everything like that, uh to a certain extent to keep it respectful as far as other people are concerned. But I've still been working. I think the the biggest thing that had changed within COVID is just like there wasn't uh, basketball at the time, so which just got started back up, and then a lot of gyms were closed. Mm-hmm. And I'm huge and like, but like everything's back and running now. But as far as working and the music is concerned, I've still been working through the entire time. That's dope. That's dope to hear. I mean, it's hard out here for a lot of people. I mean, obviously, yeah. I've been able to continue doing my podcast through here. So I just want to tap in and see how you were affected. And hopefully you weren't that much um, out yeah. other than basketball. We pandemic proof. Yeah, we pandemic proof. Oh, my gosh. Right, Patting that one right there. <laughs> Get some pop with that. Um, um, what is the message you hope your fans are taking from music? Is, is there a message or are you just kind of changing it up um, with every record? Is there one distinct thing that you want people to really take from your music? Well, I think I do a lot of different type of records. So like like you said, if you listen to, to trapping, you're going to get something different than if you listen in the morning. True. And if you're listening to this, then if you're listening to, I don't know, AP or something. But I think one of the main things that I try and convey is just uh, confidence and believing in yourself. And, uh, and it's okay to be vulnerable, but to, to come up out of that and make sure you're pursuing and doing the things that you're doing in your life. So I think if I had any message, that's what I would want people to get out of my music. Dope. And I think people are getting that. I mean, I've gotten that. I've gotten Thanks. that you've made it from somewhere to like yeah. you're, you're on your way to where you're trying to yeah. go um and it's a be- it's a beautiful thing man it's beautiful to see like black women out here doing the thing you know what i mean like Thank we're you. not absolutely we have so much to offer the world and i think the world actually knows it i mean we've been oh, yeah. the ones pushing forward the world really so i just think it's a beautiful thing to see you progressing in music um doing what you're doing i think it's great i really do i i support and you same with you i love your podcast like i said and thank you for having me and um 
I love seeing you on your side doing your thing too and everything that you bring to the table. You're so fluent and, and well-spoken and eloquent with all the interviews. So I really enjoy it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So um, I guess like with wrapping up the interview, is there anything you want to tell the listeners, anything they should be tuned into or be waiting for coming out soon? Yeah, so we got uh, a lot of things coming out this year. So I'm going to be dropping a single every single Friday starting this Friday come, coming up, and I'm going to do it for at least a year oh, man. or however long it takes to, to get what I need to get, which is I got my eyes set on a Empire distribution deal. Oh, nice. Or 85-15 split and uh, for me to get a booking agent. But other than that, we got a lot of videos coming out. I got White Tea, The Taz, AP. Okay. Um, AP's tough. You like AP? AP stuff. AP stuff. AP stuff. Okay. Keep I going. You like the video too. Yeah. So got a lot of videos coming out. Um, a lot of singles dropping. About to start filming for season three of Swerve Sessions. Gonna have some behind the lyrics coming because I, I said a lot of metaphors and witty things in my rhymes, and I don't know if people catch it all the time. So I'm gonna do some behind the lyrics and uh, some behind the scenes also. So everyone can see like the music video process and what goes on. And that's pretty much it. Gonna just keep rocking. And uh, if you wanna listen, any type of listening platform, Spotify, Apple Music, check out the videos on YouTube under Evie Akbar. And that's pretty much it. It's still Swinner the Game. Shout out Ricky Bro, Dick, Nasa Juice, Ken Stramentos, AKA Dark Kent. And uh, we gonna keep it rocking. Yeah, we appreciate you, Evie, for coming through the Culture Menu Podcast. Thank you. You're welcome anytime, anytime. Right, I'm gonna take you up on it. Hey, that. take me up on it. So thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Of course. So with that, I'm Chef Che, and you just tuned into the Culture Menu Podcast. Tap in.